Welcome back to KingdomCast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Um, this is the post-game show. Uh, Chiefs gone ahead and go to 3-1 last night. Caught a little turbulence after the fast start, but they got the dub. They won 23-20 over the Jets. A Jets team that, that didn't quit. You know, they didn't give up. So, give them props for that. And they still got some talent on their team. You know, it's just it's going to be some growth pains for them throughout the year. But anyway, let's go and introduce the guys here. My guy, Country's on the top right. My guy, Boogie's on the bottom of the screen. How y'all feelings doing, man? Man, I mean, I hate to be on here talking about a loss, man. It's just crazy, bro. Like, I can't believe we lost that game. <laughs> Are you saying that in a rhetorical way or? We we lost, right? I mean, the way I seen everybody talking, I thought we we, we didn't lose that game. Nah, I mean, looking at the scoreboard, it said us 23, them 20. You kidding me? <laughs> That's crazy. No, not at all. But I know you got a lot to say. I know you got a lot to say today. Yeah, I I, I didn't think it was a good game. I thought it was uh, Mahomes had a had one of those games. So, yeah, I'm cool, though. Uh, of course, uh, we got to win them ugly wins. But, man, it was it, – it's some glaring – things in that win, I thought. I'm glad that our quarterback can have a bad game and we can still win the game because apparently that's not true across the league. Yeah, it's very rare, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, let's, let's go and get to it, man. Okay, so the first quarter, man, like, like the offense was still humming from last game. Um, Isaiah Pacheco had a nice little homecoming game for himself. Had just over 150 yards total offense in a tutty. Uh, scored the first tutty, uh, got the rock out in the end zone. And then, you know, on the uh, second touchdown after Bucket kicked the field goal, uh, Noah Gray scored the second one. You know, everybody expected Travis Kelsey to score. But psych, you know, when, you know when everybody's on something, you know, it goes the other way most of the time. So, Noah Gray had a nice game himself. Uh, but after that, man, the second quarter, that's when things uh, got a little turbulent. Now, they called a safety, but here's the thing. I don't understand these rules, man. It feels like the, the refs are just making up stuff as they go because they said since Jawan Taylor didn't tug the face mask, that's not where the penalty was at. So he didn't tug it until, um, until the uh, defense end finally got in the end zone, and then that's when they called the safety, which makes no sense. Like, you can't put your hands on a face mask at all. Like, you can't grab it at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I didn't understand that one because it happened at the one-yard line. Uh, but anywho, after after that, uh, that's when Patrick Mahomes was making it interesting for TV because, like, if you guys remember, <laughs> during the match when he played with Travis Kelsey against the Splash Brothers of the Warriors with Stephen Clay, he said right before that match, he said, look, I think it's going to be a close – I think it's going to be a close match. Um, you know, I may make it interesting for TV. It's going to go down to the wire, but we're going to win at the end with a birdie and stuff. Uh, this felt like that type of game for Patrick. You know, all of a sudden he just made an interest for TV. I mean, I don't understand what he was thinking. Um, he forced the issue. He was throwing off his back foot. It was just unusual stuff from Patrick. So, uh, that's just some of the things I saw early on. I mean, what y'all think about the early part of the game? It it became like a coaching clinic, like in the second quarter where Chris Collinsworth was like coaching Zach Wilson through the game and just reaching out <laughs> and encouraging them and. <laughs> And giving him Capri Suns and, and rubbing his shoulders <laughs> on the sidelines and telling him how good he was. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
I appreciate it. And and we gave them a life. We gave them life. We gave them life and confidence. Let's see where they go with it. Um, they took advantage of it. I respect it. Zach Wilson played the best game that he's played this season, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. And it was only for a quarter. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not panicking. It's the defense, they let him back in the game. They gave him some life. They gave him some confidence. And then when it was time to shut him down, they shut him down. And and that's regardless of how you think the calls win and, and who's biased and who rigged and the script got leaked. It was like, well, it was scripted that he, he had the, a career renaissance in the second quarter. That ain't in, is that in the script too? Like people think the script only benefit us <laughs> when the whole league is supposedly scripted. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Zach Wilson, he had a hell of a game. He did have a hell of a game, a hell of a quarter. That's really what it was. That's the difference. You take the second quarter out, that game ain't even close. But um, shout out to the hey, A, bro. A lot of people, I don't know what it is, but. The Jets do have a great defense. Yeah, they do. I don't know if people like not knowing that they don't. You're not familiar with the Jets. They don't have no celebrities at their game, or I don't know. But they do have a great defense, and they showed that they play like a great defense. They 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 had the corners out there going crazy. C.J. Mosley was having a game. Mm-hmm. Quincy, Quincy Williams. Williams just got paid. He's not a bum. It's not. They don't have a bum ass defense, bro. They they made them step their game up. And this is something that we touched on last episode. We got to have fun in Chicago. It wasn't gonna be fun this week because they got a defense. We touched on that last week, and Pat was feeling himself. I mean, when you put up seventeen quick ones, of course you're gonna feel yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then he got a little sloppy, and then he had to bring it back. So we gave him life. We gave him confidence. They is they answered the call. They got back in the game, and then the defense was like, oh, all right, we done with that. So here's the question, though. Are we a defensive team now? I'm not ready to say all that just yet, but – you know, just by the looks of it, yeah, it looked like defense is playing playing better than the offense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my thing with with the, with Patrick Field himself is this: like, yes, the Bears game last week. That's how you're supposed to take your inferior opponent. But I I don't know. I feel like the storylines in that game might help them just take that a little more serious. Um, with this game last night. It looked like they was carrying on taking this serious stand, but then all of a sudden, uh, I, I I just don't know. I don't get it, man. Like sometimes we just a little too arrogant with how we approach the game at times. Like that fast start, you know, guys are thinking, "Oh man, it's gonna be easy work. It should be no problem." And all of a sudden, you know, the Jets came to life and they didn't quit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, my thing is this: you can't you can't fold and you can't lose focus at any moment against any NFL team. I don't care how bad or how good they may be. That's just my thing with the Chiefs sometimes. You know, we too good for our own good at times. I know we won two Super Bowls with Patrick so far, but there's going to be a day where if we get a little too arrogant at the wrong time, it's going to bite us in the ass. This is this is the concern, and I'm sorry to jump ahead of you, Boogie, but this is the concern we had last week. Are they going to play down to Chicago, or are they going to just take them to the woodshed? 
We actually had both in this game. Like, <clears throat> they took him to the wheelchair early. And right when we was about to hit him with that last good one, they got out of it. They they made a fight for it and made it competitive. But, I mean, in the end, we still finished the job. But we gave them life. They took advantage of it. I'm just uh, – I don't know. Yeah, and, like – and go ahead, Boogie. You ain't saying that in a minute. Yeah, my bad. Well, yeah. I, I thought the start – I thought, of course, we, we got on them early. But then I, I think we always talk about – country always talk about Petty Mahomes, man. We got to talk about Board Mahomes. Cause he he seemed like we just got up seventeen and he got bored and was like I'm gonna just try to just throw it like like he was doing touch passes like it, it was them passes was crazy he was throwing I, I really think he just got he like you said he just lost uh, focus for it man and he it made some crazy throws but also I think man we gotta have that conversation about Jawan Taylor man well it, it's time to start having that conversation I know y'all. And I've said it too. The league definitely uh, had an extra eye on him about that uh, lining up. But come on, man, we got a penalty or two from him every game. Like, are we sure he's better than Wally? I know we're gonna do the pro football focus. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I, no, I'm not he's saying. Definitely better. I, I, he's definitely I know he's better, better than Wally. I know he is a better player, but I'm talking when we consider contracts and all that. Is he really an upgrade? Spending that type of money, if we go get one of those type of penalties or two of those type of penalties every game, y'all don't think this is gonna catch up to us? I, I think he's still under the microscope. Like I think they still watching his every move, and, and it's just is is if you if you was gonna do it fairly, this would how well, this is how the game would be called. No, there that, would be a penalty every every play. He, we can call something. He grabbed the face mask, bro. Like he did grab the face mask. That's yeah. a clear penalty, whether it's a safety or not. Okay, I, I give you that, but that's a clear. No, penalty. it wasn't a safety. Um, that's Mo. That's crazy, man. Ten. D Mag jumping in here. What's, What's up, up D Mag? What's up, y'all? But ten uh, penalties we, we on... in four games. That's to me. That's crazy. Like I, is, come on. It's a lot. Or somebody getting paid he, $20 million a year? I think he's still under that microscope of we're watching in everything you're doing. And, I mean, there's really no explanation. It's not like he's playing bad. He's not getting beat constantly. Yeah, what you got on the D-Mac? We on Jawan Taylor. Yeah, um, I'll say this overall. The offensive line last night, um, after the first quarter, did not have a good game. Um, the Jets, because of their front being exceptional and very athletic, they were able to run a whole bunch of stunts and twists, which is a, a San Francisco 49ers thing, which obviously saw a lot of carries over there. Um, and they got after them. They were able to you know, create some pressures consistently. And they had some issues kind of passing that off. And look, two new tackles, even though the interior offensive line is still great and has played together, there is going to be a bit of a you know acclimation period for those guys to be more technical in the ways in which they do that. Um, I would say Trey Smith got pushed back a little bit more than I want, but specifically talking about Jawan Taylor, he's had a penalty issue in the past. Um, he does occasionally get grabby. That does happen. The more time that, and we talked about this in the post, in my post game space was that he's 25 years old. He's a tackle. He's getting with Andy Heck. This is going to be the best offensive line coaching that he's ever had. These things are going to get worked out as he gets older. 
So, and again, it, this isn't a running back getting paid $20 million or 25. These are offensive tackle. These guys get better as they get older. So you're going into this throughout the season. We're going to continue to monitor it. He has made the adjustment so that the spotlight that country talked about, uh, about the, where he's lining up and how early is he getting off the snap, it was an issue last night. Obviously, he's made the adjustments necessary to make this not an issue. I expect him to make the adjustments moving forward. Generally, as I've said, when he's allowed to play football, he's played well. Obviously, Bryce Huff got him in, in, in well, not in the end zone, but what ended up being counted as a safety for that uh, good speed rush from Huff. And look, it is what it is. I, I think you got some, some penalties there. Um, but ultimately, uh, you also got to give credit for the Jets front that really tested this offensive line in a way in which they hadn't been tested uh, to start this season because they got depth, they've got interior pass rush, and that's something that this offensive line just hadn't faced to this point, um, and it gave them some troubles. Yeah, is he um, a bad player? That's I think Boogie is asking that. Is he a bad player? I don't I think don't he's think... a bad player. I'm not going to say he's a bad player, but okay. I'm saying he's not getting bad. paid $20 million. Are you and, seeing a big difference between paying him twenty million and we was paying Wiley? How much? How much did yeah. Wiley get paid this offseason? Wait, wait, he, he's been significantly like better than Wiley, but Wiley's making like four million dollars. Yeah, I agree with you, Boogie. Ten penalties in four games—that's unacceptable. But we also know that there is also, you know, some extenuating circumstances with that um, that has been that cleaned up. Um, you know, if this if this is a problem in week fifteen where he's getting you know, penalized at a 10 and four game stretch. That's an issue. Whereas right now I'm going to, you know, be patient on that aspect of it. You've been running a thread on the false starts. Did, did, did we add to that thread this week across the league? Well, look, I mean, it's the tackles on the league are still doing it because nobody's going to get called for it except for Juwan Taylor, but he lined up where he needed to be the entire night and it wasn't called. And generally speaking, he was fine outside of one or two pass rushes. So, again, adjustments are going to continue to be made over the season. I'm not worried about Jawan Taylor personally. I'm not even worried about Donovan Smith. I just know that, you know, he's going to be a cheap left tackle that's serviceable. So, that's – he is what he is. I do think, I do think that Jawan Taylor being on our microscope a bit is affecting him on some plays, you know. But like d mentioned, like he really hasn't been all that bad, you know what I'm saying, like – you know, other than the penalties that are on the stat sheet, the penalties that are getting called and stuff. I feel like as the season goes along, this stuff might go away, but it just may be something we're just going to have to watch every week, you know? Is this still the best offensive line Mahomes ever had? Do y'all think? I still think so. Well, I, I always thought that it was iffy from the standpoint of how much you value the tackles uh, because Mitch Schwartz wasn't all pro right tackle. Eric Fisher was mm-hmm. left tackle. The interior offensive line during that 2019 Super Bowl was passable. So ultimately, you know, balancing that versus the interior offensive line and then adding these guys, I think that it does still have the potential to be better than 2019 offensive line. There are just some growing pains that are going to have to come over the course of the season. And they got set behind the eight ball because of how much Juwan got got, uh, targeted with penalties early on. Right, and it's like Patrick Mahomes ain't really been touched for real, for real, as far as like if you count sacks given up. Yeah, he took his first sack of the of the year last night, and he, he yeah. look, he's got the lowest pressure sack percentage because Patrick Mahomes just does that normally. But also, this offensive line has been good, generally speaking. It's either been penalties or, you know, that's it. And they they haven't really given up too many issues. Yeah. Um, so so I mean, as we go along, you know, the Jets they still get on this run. 
Um, you know, I had time. It was 20 to 12 or whatever. But I want to talk about that Zach Wilson touchdown, right? Justin Reed, he, it was unfortunate for him because Mike Dana's cap literally got peeled off and he tripped over his helmet. And that kind of helped Uzoma, you know, get some separation getting in. So otherwise, I think Reed would have got there and knocked that down. That's just me. I mean, do y'all agree with that? Yeah. I didn't see it live. I didn't I see didn't it live. Mean- so somebody tweeted it today, and I'm like, oh. Well, that did make sense how he got beat that fast. But yeah, I had, um, to, I had to take a man copa on that because I tweeted out Justin Reed in, in man coverage, which is still suspect. But uh, on that one, he yeah, he, that's why he blocked your ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that one, that one, I can't put on him. It was just unfortunate you trip over a helmet, yeah. which I still I watched the play and I couldn't exactly tell how Mike Davis' helmet got popped off, but it probably wasn't a legal part of it you, that got popped off. But that's a different you, conversation. You can't stop the game and nothing like you know what I'm saying. It's just right. Just bad luck, really. It's nothing you. Can oh yeah, do no, I'm, I'm just saying. Like I mean, was it looked like there might have been a legal hands to the face that caused Mike Dana's helmet to come off? Which oh okay, yeah, all right. But, yeah, but it, it's, it's like completely unfortunate for Justin Reed there that he's going to get charged with a touchdown allowed there. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if he would have knocked it down, but that did give him the necessary space he needed for that touchdown. Yeah, that, that's that's all they needed, and uh, that was when Zach Wilson was still on his hot streak, um, in which he was just placing the ball perfectly in areas in which the Chiefs defenders just couldn't get to. I um, mean, you got to give give Wilson credit for that. Do you feel like Chris Collinsworth should be a quarterback coach for Zach Williams the way the way that he coached him throughout that second quarter? I don't think Chris Collinsworth <laughs> should be allowed under over or around anybody under the age of thirty. <laughs> Oh, you know, the other crazy <laughs> thing is, is that's, <laughs> na- that's nasty work. The really funny thing is that everybody <laughs> swears Collinsworth is like just just meat riding on on Mahomes, but he does it to every quarterback. So it's not like like he does it to Burrow, he does it to Josh Allen. He, it's just he has to play. though. Yeah, he comes yeah, back around. Yeah, I, I, he'll, I, he'll love Mahomes, and then he'll big up the other quarterback to make it yeah. interesting. And then he'd come back because at the end of the game, he was back on loving Mahomes. Like, yeah. But he had to coach Zach Wilson through the second quarter. That was his best quarter. He should have kept coaching. I know mm-hmm. one thing. Zach Wilson, <laughs> like the soul of Aaron Rodgers went through his body all of a sudden with some of the throws he was making. I'm not even going to hold you. Um, but, you know, at the same time, man, I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Rodney Harrison, man, he was talking about Zach Wilson last night after the game. Like, he was still in the NFL. Like, Dude, what are you doing? Like he kept trying to bait Chris Jones into talking yeah. bad about Zach Wilson. It was weird. And he he That's called the Jets. Weird. He called the Jets and apologized for that, which he should have. Because I mean, it was just yeah, it was man. very weird to try and bait Chris Jones into saying something derogatory there. He should apologize to Chris Jones. But- <laughs> That's what he felt. And, and it's like, okay, just because y'all was using better words don't mean y'all weren't saying the same thing. He been saying, oh, wait. Zach Wilson was trash. That's what we've been hearing for the last four weeks. And, so and, now you can't say it at the game? I mean, look, we, we can say that, but hell no, he's on a totally different stage. He, he needs to get some more adjectives. He just didn't know what to say. But yeah, he I mean, says what we've been all saying, though. <laughs> 
but we know that it's different if you're interviewing a player the certain way. I mean, yeah, I know he shouldn't have said it. I'm just saying, but what he said was no, the same yeah, no. thing people have been saying. They they just better at saying it than he he was trying though. He should apologize to Chris for getting him trying to put him in that situation. And Chris is more media trained and was like, nah, bro, he's special. Yeah. Next question. What are you he's talking special, about? Dog. <laughs> I love Chris Jones, man. This, the Friday podcast that he did with the Kelsey's, every time that you hear him, I mean, it's just, it's always fun to hear from Chris Jones. Uh, but look, Zach, Zach Wilson, um, he was special for that, that you know, second and third quarter stretch. Uh, he was putting uh, just back shoulder dots out, out on these guys it, to CJ Rizama. I mean, not Rizama, um, Conklin. Um, he actually had, a, he had one to Rizama too. The the Lazard yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, the Lazard touchdown. He throws it away from Cook trying to get to him right on time when he hits his back foot in that pocket. I mean, even the, the most impressive throw to me, which, you know, it won't be to other people, but I was calling for it the entire game because he was hitting his back, his back foot and immediately throwing it. And it was, it's exactly what you're supposed to do that offense. They tried to trap him. They had McDuffie sitting on the out route that they called on second, and he knew. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And he, and he threw it, but he threw it inside and made sure that the trap couldn't get to it. it I mean, that's that's what you ask a quarterback to be able to do. So um, Zach Wilson for that two quarter stretch absolutely was special, and you got to give him credit for that. Um, I believe the stat was that that's the first time since college or pro that Mahomes has been. Um, outproduced in touchdowns, passer rating, and yards, and throwing less interceptions by the other quarterback. A first mm-hmm. time in any game, and, and somehow the Chiefs were able to still pull it out. Um, come hell of hard water, Zach Wilson. That's hilarious. And like, you know, I, want, I do want to point out since you mentioned Brian Cook, I want to point this out. That's that, that tackle. Play the game. Game saving tackle. Play the game. Man, one game saving tackle. Right there. In space, a lot of space too. Yeah, where he could have very easily missed it. I was going to ask a question though: Did did Zach Wilson get some of Michael Jordan's secret sauce during the second quarter? Or something? Who, who who was that? Secret sauce and secret stuff. He must have. We've never seen him play like this. We've never seen him play. Whatever he be taking, he, maybe he went into a darkness retreat during the first and, and second quarter break. <laughs> Something happened. That man came out acting totally different. I ain't never seen him act like oh, this. Oh God! He was making better throws than he ever made at BYU. <laughs> he never had to throw into a tight window at BYU. Because man, impressive. like that first that first quarter, dog, and it's part of that second quarter. And Aaron Rodgers is like, oh my God, you just missed man. these dudes, man. Like, but yeah, but yeah. Shout out to Brian Cook. That was the that was a play of the game as far as I'm concerned because most safeties get turned around there and and Brees Hall takes off. But he was able to to keep his composure and bring him down, kind of just one armed, and then eventually hold on. And so that was um, the fact that you stop them there and they don't get points on that drive is uh, and a, a game saving play ultimately. Manny loves him some flowers, man. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, yes. Manny is a he's a flower connoisseur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, definitely, uh, Cook Cook made the play of the game. Um, Turk Warden. Uh, finish. Hey, we're not talking about this, and we're gonna get to the offense. I know we're gonna get into it because it's hey, y'all dirty for that. Y'all dirty for that. Whoa, 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 John, you don't do that, man. Don't do that, man. Don't do that here, man. 
<laughs> I forgot what I forgot what I was gonna say. Turk Warden. Turk Warden effectively ended the game. That was the that the Mario sound when you mess up. That was that was Zach Wilson's uh, uh, little power down moment, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> the monster got their power took at, right at that moment when he fumbled the ball. All of his power left, <laughs> and it was over. Yeah. Yeah. We're not really talking about that they kept the ball for over seven minutes and effectively iced the game and didn't score. That reminds me of that time. Remember we played Carolina? And they had like twenty five plays, and they didn't score nothing at the end. Like, didn't what happened? Did they throw an interception or something like that? I know. I remember with that game. It was it was some. Insane. You remember the Eric Berry game book where Eric Berry had the interception, and they had the ball. They did like twenty plays and didn't even score. They kept the ball for like a quarter and a half. I feel like I think <laughs> he picked off. He picked off Cam right. It was like near the goal yeah. line, and it was a pick six. If I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I want to say that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it, 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 and it, you got to give credit to the, the Chiefs when they needed it. They found the two drives that they needed um, after the first quarter, in which it, it looked like the offense was completely out of sorts. Uh, but you know, Mahomes with a few do or die plays, uh, obviously with scrambles, uh, a, a few runs here or there, um, and that was that they, they pieced it together. Uh, that's pretty much all it was. It wasn't pretty. It was completely ugly. Um, but you, hey, I think the having slept on it, I kind of came away with this perspective on the overall game, and obviously we're getting the offense's perspective. But um, you had a, a good defense coming into this, and you knew it was a good defense. It was going to be the toughest defense you faced to this point. Um, you came out, you played well to start, and you did what you were supposed to do for the first quarter, and then you took your foot off the gas. And that's going to be an issue moving forward. That cannot continue to happen. But after that point, you got a offense for the Jets that you had no idea was capable. Nobody saw Zach Wilson deciding to come out in the second and third quarters and turning into Aaron Rodgers, where he was throwing back shoulder throws, and the defense had to all of a sudden adjust to that. And I think, you know, all things considered, safety aside, short fields aside, they did what was necessary because this offense didn't put them in a great position. Um, so in a game in which the the other team you would consider to have played above their station, uh, you got an ugly win on the road. So <laughs> anyway, man, Manny trying to get us off track. Oh. Okay, let's 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 address the elephant. Can we address the elephant in the room? Too? But before before we get to that elephant, before we get to that elephant, real quick. All right, so Mac, you did. So before we get to the offense, right? I got a question for everybody here. Um. The Chiefs wide receiver room, I mean, there was some controversy with that. Um, yep, I'm definitely getting to that. So, like, there's some controversy with the Chiefs wide receiver room at this game, right? Was it more so, is it the Chiefs wide receivers not getting separation, or is the Jets defense and unit just that good, man? Both. I think it's both of those things, and then the third thing about the, the concepts that they're using and the con- and the people that they're using the concepts with. Um, I think all three of those are mitigating factors for this game. Go ahead, Boogie. I think, yeah, I think it's both. Uh, Just do got a good secondary, good defense, but, I mean, this receiving group, it ain't it. I I, I think I've seen enough. I don't think it's it. Oh, boy. I'm going to ask this question again. Are we using too many wide receivers? Yes. Well, no, 
we're using too much of, of two specific wide receivers. Um, Justin Watson um, is good in small doses, but he's too similar to MVS. You can't play both of them as many snaps as we're playing them right now. That can't happen. He needs to be a spell for MVS. He cannot be playing alongside MVS. Um, Sky Moore. Teams play way too much zone against us right now. Um, there's no opportunity to use his quick separation ability in man-to-man. And because teams are just cutting things off as far as crossers are concerned and, and out routes, there's no difference. And look, some of this is on Sky Moore because on that one out route, he should have converted. He needs to come back to the ball. Um, so by no means am I saying that he needs to be let off the hook here. But it is very clear right now, MVS and Rasheed Rice should be the two guys that are getting the majority of this team snaps and then having Sky, uh, Tony, and, and Watson kind of spell them. Now, look, the Justin Ross, the Justin Ross, Justin Ross, <laughs> wild card of it all, <laughs> that's something I don't even know how they can. Yeah, I, I fucked that up. I don't even know if they can figure out how to implement him properly. I mean, that Ross thing is, yeah, I don't know if they can get him. But it for me, it's Rice and MVS are the two guys that need to be getting the line share of the snaps right now. Yeah, they um, they seems like Justin Ross. It's looking like a twenty twenty four season type of deal so far for Justin Ross the way they playing him so far. And I agree with you, uh-huh. D Mac. It probably does need to just be MVS and Rice to too many targets. Like with Rice, the thing that I do like what I'm seeing from him so far is that he can't get open. He is getting open. He's good at getting separation. But my issue with him is the drop passes. Like that cannot continue. That cannot continue. Like that, I think I think that's a focus thing with Rasheed Rice right now is the drops. Like that's gotta get cleaned up. And I saw in the week during the week prior to this game, where they was working on the they was working drills, right? Like him and Kadarius and Cornell Powell and some others. And the coaches was um, making them get used to catching through contact. And for that little clip, or whatever that little stretch and that clip, they didn't look that great doing it. So they really got to work on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the, the drops I agree with. Obviously, you, you would like to have that out. But, you know, at this current moment in time, based on what you're seeing from everybody else, I'll live with one or two drops a game and, and him actually making an impact out there compared to what we're getting right now. That's just me, though. I, I know other people feel different. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, spite of that, I mean, no grade did this thing and the running backs did their thing. They caught their passes. So I know Travis Kelsey, he brought it up. After the game, how he was frustrated and was mad about the offense. You know, he felt like the offense should have been a lot better than what they put out on the field last night. And I agree with him. You know, we are much better than that offensively. And, mm-hmm. you know, despite all that, it's crazy. Despite all that, we averaged 25 points per game. Like, that's still pretty solid. We just got to clean up a few things. Yeah. Uh, Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Like Quinn said, okay. Mahomes is starting to hesitate throwing the ball to Sky when he's the first read. Always. It's always been the thing. Whose fault is that? See, is it go- Sky or is that Mahomes' fault? Yes. Yes to both. Sometimes Sky is open and Mahomes isn't pulling the trigger, and sometimes Sky isn't getting himself open. Or sometimes Mahomes or sometimes Sky is getting himself open. Mahomes pulls the trigger. But Scott doesn't run the route completely how he needs to to complete the pass. So it's yes, both both of them are guilty on that part. Yeah, because look, man, at the end of the day, man, like Mahomes, he was awful last night. I'm sorry, like he was awful. But you know, in that fourth quarter when he did meet them, need to meet him, 
Oh, I can't even talk. I can't even talk like D-Mate right now. When he, needed, <laughs> when he needed to make plays, he made players. But overall, it wasn't good performance, you know? And it was some of that on the receivers, yeah. Because, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, D-Mac, uh, when Sky was running out. You know, you saw Mahomes after the play was like, come back to the ball. Like, you saw you saw the signal Sky, like, come back to the ball, come towards me. You know what I'm saying? That's just some of the things that they got to work out and get cleaned up. But, you know, good thing is early part of schedule. And everyone – in this room, everyone on this podcast knows that we play our best ball on the back end of the schedule. You know what I mean? Um, so, it means we see how they clean it up throughout the year. Are people panicking because normally it's the defense that starts off slow, and now we have offensive issues that are popping up? It's, it's like Everybody knows the defense starts off slow, so they'd be like, ah, you know, spag system. They'll get it together by week eight. But they don't have no patience with the offense. I don't get it. People Where's panic. The patience? There's no patience with the offense at all. People panicked this time last year anyway. So, I mean, this is just this. It is this. Has the offense really showed y'all something to think that these this group of receivers is going to be enough? Have y'all seen something? Yeah, yeah. This I season? see potential. I see potential in Scott. We seen it in the Jacksonville game. I see potential in Rasheed Rice. I don't know what we have in Justin Ross yet. I think MBS and Justin Watson are canceling each other out right now. One of them got to go. One one of them got to go. I'm sorry. It's either got to be MBS or got to be Justin Watson. One of them needs to be gone by week eight. They they cancel each other out. They're the same guy. You're not paying Justin Watson anything, so MVS, it might be you, bro. But MVS is better than Justin Watson, though. That's that too. Yeah, I, but is it a money thing or is it? He's better. I mean, he, you know, he's just better. He's a, he's he's faster. He can go that. Well, look, he also has to hold on the ball. That he should have had that corner route. That's for sure. And the reason why I'm not personally panicking about this is because. They know what works. They run it when they need to. I've seen them run the ball in the ways that they need to when they have to. They went to 11 personnel to spark the, the two long drives that they had, and they were running the ball out of it because they had to. They know how to get to their heavy personnel sets with Gray and Kelsey. They know exactly which passing game concepts work because they run them when everything is on the line and they need it. It's just... One negative play here sets them back. Two negative plays there sets them back. And it is what it is, but I can't – this team needs to be distilled down, and I know that distillation happens over the course of the season because that's what Andy Reid always does. So they will have it ready for playoff time, in my personal opinion. Now, if you want to go out and add a wide receiver, I won't be against it. It just has to be a difference-making wide receiver. It can't be some, some random deal off the street because then you're just going to complicate the problem right now. You don't need another, you know, C-level wide receiver in this room. Well, who, who, who leaves in that situation? In what situation? If you add, say you had say Tennessee fall off the cliff, and then Boogie finally get D Hop on the team, who 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 are we cutting off the team? Uh, Who's getting put out the rotation this year? Right yeah. now, yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, well Watson over MVS because you pay him MVS a little bit more too, right? Yeah, yeah. At least for this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, like, <laughs> D Hop and MBS, I mean, it's kind of redundant, you know. What I'm nah, saying? Nah, nah. Man, D Hop doesn't have the down the field speed anymore, he, yeah. but he would just run all the end breakers that we just don't have in the offense right now, which is a different conversation. 
What the, do you, what would you like to see from Scott right now that'll change your mind? Like Quinn saying he's not progressing, he's not he like what are we trying to see? What, what, what are we what are we gauging this? But Mahomes don't consistently give him the ball. Like well, he the, like you said, seven targets and then he get two. It's the same How am I thing supposed like to tell you anything in that? So whose fault is it? Because I, I, when you think about it, in 20 games, Scott Moore got eight games where he didn't uh, have a catch at all. Like we got to right. get some consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's what Mahomes, like we said earlier, Mahomes season open, he'll pump fake it. But it's also with Scott Moore because, like you said, on that route, he could have came back and caught that. He didn't break it off like he needed to. So, I mean, it's both of them. But is it going to be changed this season? I mean, you would think with more reps and more opportunities. You would hope. You would hope. I mean, I, I tell you, I'll tell you what. You're not about to have murderers row for the next four games. We made it through the first quarter. The first quarter of the season was probably one of the hardest for us. Uh, Jacksonville, um, um, the Jets, before, before and after Aaron Rodgers, defensively the Jets. This is probably the hardest quarter of the season right now. This next quarter – it lightens up a little bit. The defenses aren't as we're not going to face another Jets-like defense for uh, I don't know how many games. But so is this the time? To the Eagles, Robert. No, I mean, look, this is. This, I said to the Eagles. This is yeah. You yeah, got to the Eagles. To the the Eagles. Vikings are awful. You got the Broncos twice who are awful. The Chargers are nothing to be scared of, and Miami just got put on the hub by by Buffalo. You know how right. you can get Miami. So, yeah, these next five games, you should be able to get after these teams effectively. They're, you shouldn't be scared to do those types of things. But so, Mahomes has to start trusting these guys because you can't go into a playoff game and everybody knows it's Kelsey, it's Gray, or running backs, and that's it. It's not going to work. You're going to get knocked out. You have to trust these guys, and you have to go through the growing pains of trusting these guys. Otherwise, it's going to be too little too late by the time you figure out that you can't. Who is capable of saying it, it got to be Andy? I don't. I don't know if Nagy got that type of power yet. You know who, but who's you know capable who, of going to him and saying, you know who I can't believe Sporting Voice showed up? Who got the courage to go to Pat Mahomes and say, you know what? I need you to focus on Sky more this week. That guy is in Washington. Um, so hopefully it'll be Andy. I say it's got to be Andy, man. It, it got to be Andy. Oh, it, I don't think Mac, Mac Nagy got it yet. He's, he he does. It's not. It's, oh, jeez. It, it's not in his. Oh, okay. It's not in his temperament. It's not. So yeah, that guy's in Washington now. It's got to be Andy. Andy's the only one that that has the cash to do. No, I know we're going Pat hard. Say it though. I, I know we're going hard on on Scott Moore right now, but really, none of these receivers is doing nothing now. Yeah, I mean, you see last night where, you know, the group of Watson, more NBS, I mean, they played 122 total snaps and they combined for two catches and 11 yards. I mean, Come on, man, that's nasty work. Yeah, that's definitely not going to get it done. Um, I, Partly, yeah, they got to be better. But at the same time, I'm going to give the Jets defense some credit too. You know, that that's a hell of a unit. That is yeah. a hell of a unit. And, like, Quincy Williams, man, to me, out of all the guys on that Jets defense, he was the best player out there last night. That dude was flying all over the field, bro. 
Mahomes, Mahomes significantly underestimated their linebacking core, and that led to two interceptions and also some just bad decisions by him. But um, I, I agree with you, Boogie. None of these wide receivers are outside of Rasheed Rice, in my personal opinion, are really showing you much. And so that means that you have to make some adjustments. And like I said, MVS and Watson are, are just too redundant at this current moment in time. Those guys just go down the field and stretch the field, and especially against a just secondary that you know is just going to put the top off. It's not going to work. So it's got to be Rice. It's got to be Sky. It's got to be Tony when he gets in the snaps. And right now, out of those three, Rasheed Rice looks to be the best combination of understanding how to play against zone coverage and creating things after the, the catch, especially that's more important because these are going to be shorter routes. Um, so from my perspective, it, it should be Rice and MVS as the top two guys. And let's, 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 I'm sorry. Let's streamline it down to five right now. I mean, they're all Sky, MVS, Rice. Who else? Sky and Rock and Watson. That, that's the five that is right now. It's really got to be three with two mixed in. And in my opinion, it should be MVS, Rice, and when you need it, probably Tony, but, you know, more so consistently Sky. And so those two flip-flopping and then Watson as the fifth. But it, I'm sorry, bro. I'll be forgetting Tony exists sometimes. No, they, they're using him. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. He is me call, and that's fine because otherwise he's going to die if they try and play him more. So it's fine. We, we need he, ain't even as, he ain't even as productive as McCall right now. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think that's also some of the misuse. Pat, Pat told McCall, come on home, baby. I, I, we all seen the conversation. They're, they're not giving oh, him God. the off, but I think we finally but look look this is look D Mac I specifically remember a lot of people saying man it just don't look the same with McCall not in there no same people alright but why do you keep bringing McCall up I'm just saying, y'all complaining about the wide receivers. I'm trying to find a solution. He's, he's not a solution. Yeah, about okay. So what's the solution? Fix it, then, Boogie. You know everything. Come on, he, fix it. He's not the solution. Everybody fix knows it for Nicole me. is not. He can't even play for the Jets. Why would we want? Him? Thank you, Jody. I know that's Jody. Thank you. <laughs> he can't play for the Jets. That's we don't right. need a. We can't, can't even. We can't even feed the wide receivers we got. Y'all want to add another one? Yeah, we need somebody that can. Get who? open on his own. Who? A veteran receiver. Like who? Somebody and if you say Mike Evans, bro, I swear to God. Somebody Mike Evans is 48 years old. No. Hey, I think I asked for Adam Thielen, Thielen today. What are you talking? Adam yeah. Thielen? Yeah. Yeah. Adam Thielen? Yeah. Adam Thielen? You're not getting Justin Jefferson. Stop it. Stop it. Adam Thielen. Like, we that desperate? Adam Thielen? Maybe maybe I'm naive. I still think that the wide receiver room is fine. There just needs to be crush so from they need to streamline it. Yes. You need to focus on you need to take three guys and focus on those three guys. I agree. And mix in the other two guys how you can. I agree. Yo, can who's your three? MVS, Rice, and Tony when I need it. And then I'll mix in Sky accordingly and, and Watson accordingly. To get can, this just, can, can Justin Ross get a fair shake? No, it ain't not this year. It ain't gonna be this year. 
we we can clamor for it like it's going to be the Jody Fortson where it's like, oh, well, we need to give Jody Fortson more snaps because he's so athletic and it's not going to happen. Hey, he's yeah. not going to be on the field. It's what yeah, it is. Yeah, twenty twenty four. No, it is what it is. No, okay, okay. But anyway, since the since the crybaby Bengals fan talked about it, okay. I want to do even have to. Okay, look. We need a vet, bro. This morning, I admitted, because I know B Country D Mac, we got to it about that last night. This morning, I admitted that I was wrong. Okay. I've seen all kinds of tweets came from certain people, former NFL office alignment. I seen office alignment expert guru Duke Manyweather. I saw Brandon Thorne say the opposite. So I was wrong. They right. They all saying that it wasn't a hold, then it's not a hold. Jeff Allen as well. And look, I will hey, also- this is, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, D-Mac. This is a PSA. These are my thoughts. My thoughts alone is not a reflection of any of my team uh, or Kingdom Cash. Here we go. If an NFL veteran is tweeting about something and they say, this is the rules, this is how it goes, you as a couch- Fan, shut up! Don't tell that. Don't tell that player you don't know ball. How could you even fix your mouth to tell Jeff Allen you don't know ball? What ball have you ever played besides the one on your couch or Madden or with yourself? Chill out, bro. Like stay in a fan's place sometime, bro. It's just, it's not. It's not smart to tell a, a a player that's won the Super Bowl, that played for over eight years, that played for over a decade. You don't know ball. What what are you doing? What are you doing? When it gets that bad, that means it's time for you to go have a seat. That means it's time that you go hug your wife and kiss your kids and spend some time, quality time with them. Cause you you've really stepped out of your lane. Like you've driven all the way out of your lane. By telling a former player they don't know ball, especially a guy who plays that particular position. I don't care if you like Jeff Schwartz. I don't care if you like Jeff Allen. I don't care if you like Duke Mayweather. They know more than you. Yep. Period. They get paid to do this. You sitting at home on your little iPhone 11. Chill, bro. I'm done. And, I'm sorry. And by the way, and by the way, since sports boys want to talk about this only offense and lineman saying this, no defense. They one and three, bro. Don't even address this, dude. <laughs> they yeah. not even five hundred. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, Gerald McCoy. Y'all about, about to lose to Arizona? Chill out, bro. Chill, chill. <laughs> yeah, your quarterback McCoy. leg about to fall off. He still got to walk across the street to practice. Chill. But yeah, even you can't McCoy. even get your you can't get in. The man worth $270 million. Y'all can't even give him a golf cart to practice. He can't. He ain't worth a golf cart. Y'all ain't got no scooters. Y'all ain't got no segways. No, this man got to walk across the street, across the intersection to get to practice. What Chuck was going to say was Gerald McCoy also tweeted out and said it wasn't a hold. Will Blackman is DB that also is on Twitter said that it wasn't a hold. It is what it is. And, and, and look, th there were some calls missed on the other side, some calls missed on our side. These things happen. Refs are going to miss calls. They're human beings. Oh, well. Look, look, look. They got, a, they, got a, they got a crossing guard to get the practice, dog. A crossing guard, but <laughs> Zach Wilson dropped the ball with the game on the line, and he said it was his fault. <laughs> 
there's a reason for that. They got their own reasons to blame themselves for the game. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, it is what it is. When yeah. you practice at the dog park at Swole Park, you cannot talk to champions, bro. I'm serious, dog. When, when, when practices meet me under the bridge, you can't talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are y'all serious? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this real quick, man. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, man, it was controversial calls on both sides, bro. Like, like, like DG said in the comments earlier. Like, it was a street fight. It was a street fight. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of hands to the face, slapping, all that good stuff. Cause I mean, on that third and twenty-three, at the end of the day. It should have been. It should have just been a incidental hands to the face on Jermaine Johnson. So, can, can you imagine Pat Mahomes having to cross Swope Park to get to practice? Jody, <laughs> <Totally> silly. <laughs> don't go to Swope Park at night. Yeah, she ain't lying. Hey, ain't hey, lying. hey! Don't go to Crossroads because apparently it's the trenches. Don't don't forget that. And then they're gonna say, "Well, it's a river park, man. It's supposed to be a stadium. What are you talking about? Why are they practicing under a bridge? <laughs> Why are you using dumbbells to hold down the goalposts at practice? <laughs> no. Stop it, man. Stop <laughs> it. Y'all one in three, bro. Don't talk until y'all five hundred. All right, let's, Don't even come back in here until y'all five hundred. Yep. So, so, uh, so basically, essentially, and Bears twenty-seven to three against a team that can't score. Tennessee, Tennessee don't score. They quarterback eat mayonnaise. Come on, bro, chill. Donovan I'm Smith. sorry. Go ahead. I'm so, I'm done. No, you good. Donovan Smith does have some issues with his kickout, but he's he's always had some issues with kickout. He's more of an up around interpret. Type of a uh, type of guy. It is what it is. That's why they usually can give him chip help. John Taylor's been fine this entire time when he plays football. He's been fine. He's been really good. I, like I, I can't say it any other way. He's just it, it, it's just occasionally he makes you know some penalties and that sets us back. But legitimately, when he does not have those one penalty, uh, you know, play a game that he does, he's been great. He's been fine. So that's it's a difficult thing, honestly. The only troubling part of our offensive line, in my personal opinion, right now is how much Trey Smith occasionally gets beat with bull rushes because obviously you can't allow that quick pressure up the middle. That is the really – not bull rushes, I should say. Really, he, It's more of a, a quick inside counter move where he gets beat with a little bit of agility. Um, so that that is the one issue that I have right now with the offensive line that, that I'm concerned about. But the tackles the tackles have been better than we dealt with last year, man. Like that's just a fact. <laughs> and – and I'm good with that. That's what I asked for. That's what they've given me. The penalties will get worked out, in my opinion, as we go along. It looked like teams are definitely scouting Trey Smith as far as, like, you know, doing that inside agility move because you saw Aiden Hutchinson. That's how he dominated yeah. when he moved inside against Trey Smith. And I think teams are seeing that. Um, but Trey Smith in the run game has been outstanding. Like, the dudes come with bad intentions, it seems like, every game in the run game. Who did he, who did he who did he murder last night brutally? Uh, rest in peace and condolences to that man's family. Who, who was that? Did he Jordan who? Whitehead. Yeah, got Jordan Whitehead. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, mm. you got got on that that point. And look, it, it it's a very specific critique. But again, they used Huff to kind of come in on some inside counter moves, and they got him. They that's how they got the holding penalty on Trey Smith. And again, it's it, it's not a a death nail for this offensive line, but it is a point of concern because again, that quickness can give up some quick pressure, which is an issue. But again, you still have the best quarterback really in history at attack avoidance. So from that standpoint, um, at least you you're well equipped from that aspect. But yeah, I mean. Really? When is our bye week? Week ten week after, week after, 10? The, after the after the no, we gotta get better before that. Um, <laughs> they don't have to use this is this is about to be more practice for the offense. I I I really need Pat Pat. I really need you to just lock in with three of these guys. Pick three of them, and y'all the guys. I'm gonna lock in with y'all. I'm gonna build. I'm gonna build my relationship with y'all, and then I will fit you other two guys in when I need you. Okay, so but yeah, he needs to lock in with three of these guys. It. I, I'm thinking Sky Rice, MVS. Hopefully, one of them players ain't on the team yet. Out of them three. Uh, actually, one of them guys is probably – I think he – did he hurt his ribs? He probably was crossing the street and got hit, you know, by a car or something. But I think he hurt his ribs, so oh, he's going to be out there a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah he might be one of the three. He'll be out for a month. They're not trading T. Higgins to us. But, look, I, I will say this. They have the Thursday night game against Denver after Miami. Um, so they're going to be a 10 game span in between that and being home to the chargers. They'll be home for that Thursday night game against Denver again. That, that could be a little bit of time for some offensive adjustment there. Um, yeah, but they're not playing nobody in Texas. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the difference between practice reps and live reps. They need live bullets firing versus the defense that they don't know reps. This is to make strike. this happen. This is the stretch That's that they I, I hate that they cut the preseason game out, bro. We need another preseason game or something. I agree with that uh, Minnesota comment, Quinn. We we definitely need to score more than 24 against the Vikings. I agree with that. Yeah. And yeah. Also, that defense is – It's awful. And, and also, <laughs> we scored 23 against the Jets. So, like, the Jets have a good defense. It, it's not Buffalo like – Buffalo didn't do that. Well – Oh yeah, they didn't. They scored what seventeen or whatever. But Josh Allen mm-hmm. gave it. It is what it is. It 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 wasn't bad. I had them slated for twenty seven. They scored twenty three. I mean, and they, it was twenty three in which they gave up an extra seven. They could have had thirty, but they decided to end the game instead. So I, I don't know. It, it is what it is. I, I don't think I that just... was a bad offensive showing. I think it was uh, a mediocre one in which Mahomes really has a lot on his plate for because he gave the ball away twice. He just did. He, he decided to give the ball to the other team twice. Yep, and speaking, and speaking of that, um, yeah, that was very smart of him to do so at the very end. Manny is nuts, man. So, so, like, if you remember, the Jets were in a similar situation against the Browns a few years back. Uh, Nick yeah, Chubb decided year. to score. Last year. Yeah, oh, it was last year. Okay, I thought it was two years ago. Yeah, so Nick Chubb decided to score, and the, when the Jets had no timeouts left, and it gave the Jets some hope. And the Jets essentially came back and won the game. So that was very smart of Patrick to slide at the end after he got the first down to win the game. I know sports betters were disappointed about that, but listen, it's all about getting the W, man. So hey, that's on y'all. Oh, that's why that's why Quinn been so mad today. It ain't got nothing to do with the wide receivers. Quinn, come on, you told on yourself. 
You snitched right. on yourself, bro. You lost. I, I, hey, if Pacheco had the ball, I would have been rooting for him to score. I ain't going to lie to you. But um, the Eagles defense still employs Jalen Carter <laughs> and Fletcher Cox and Hassan Reddick and Nolan Smith and a lot of people that know how to get out of the pass rusher. So even if they have some leaky points in their secondary, their defense is still very good. Um, King uh, talks about, obviously, the connection between Stafford and Puka. Um, there's also a piece of that that's good on Sean McVay because Sean McVay is allowing Puka to do the things that he's good at. Andy Reid isn't necessarily doing those things with these wide receivers right now. Um, and that's just and if, if, if Cup was 100%, will, will we know who Puka is? Yeah. Um, I mean, Puka still would be. Would he be a household name? He wouldn't be a household name. Well, no, not if Cooper no. Cup was 100%. No, he wouldn't. Not the, he nice. He nice. Don't get it. I mean, that's what you need to see. Somebody needs to step it up. So somebody, so the challenge is to Pat Mahomes and the wide receivers. Somebody needs to step up. Luke, oh, Luther Green so is that's why receiver. At, at, at what point would y'all say we need to try to trade for a receiver? It's gonna take probably to the trade deadline. If we do not put up, you know, twenty eight plus points against Minnesota and um, and Denver. I would say then I'll, I will be hitting the panic button on adding a, a receiver to this offense. Were we hitting the panic button last year around this time? Yeah, everybody was. I mean, yeah, we, because we it was coming after the Colts game, everybody was like, "Oh, they don't have Tyreek Hill," so they're they're they're. Man, I seen I seen somebody say that we missed Juju today, and I, I damn near passed out at my desk at work because I, I think the Patriots also missed Juju, um, and you know. It, it is what they it didn't is. know what Juju was by by this week. Oh God! But look, it, we're it, just actually, coming out the Indianapolis loss and yeah. beating on Tampa Bay. Well, I was going to say that this this was the week in which you destroyed Tampa Bay, and everybody kind of you know relaxed. But it is what it is. It, it's a it's an up and down. It's a week to week league, so you know you're going to have those those things where people panic week to week. But I will say this offense need to come out and uh, and have its way with bad Minnesota and bad Denver. Um, Minnesota, which is Brian Flores, so they are going to throw some stuff at you. This offensive line has to be ready for. Yep. Okay. So we we here a little bit early this year, but we on baby step time right now. So Boogie, what do I need to see? What do you need to see from Sky to stay on the? You started the bandwagon. That's why I can't believe you jumping off of it. This is what I'm saying. What do you need to see to keep driving this Sky more bandwagon? We just got to get some consistency, like four or five games of three, four or five catches. He don't have to get with Pat, man. It, it's Okay, so here's the issue. Here's a question that I have. And then I got to get to my apology, Chuck. Don't make me forget. Is Pat Mahomes spreading the ball too much? Is that is this a detriment to the progress of the wide receivers? Is he is he spreading the ball? Is there too many options? I think it's a good. I usually think it's a good problem to have. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying if if the tight ends and the running backs are getting 12 targets and the wide receivers are getting 11, that sounds like a balanced quarterback to me. I, I don't think but he's do, spreading. But do we want? He's just not trusting the guys that he needs to because they, there are times in which these guys are open. So yes. he just has to throw the ball. Like it is not that's uh, my thing. Man. There's no issue with throwing the ball to wide receiver or to running backs and tight ends. We've seen it be very effective, and especially when you're going heavy personnel sets and things of that nature. 
but he needs to throw the ball when these guys get open. Yes. And if he has to trust them to do that, man. And I yes. know some of them, he's had the drops or, or whatever. It, that can't, This offense is not going to be sustainable unless you trust these guys when they get open. Them getting open and the concepts in which they get open off of is a different issue. But he himself does have to trust these guys at a certain point. As a fact, yes. it's not happen. And, if, and yes. I agree with this. There's no wide receiver consistency. I think that's also a part of you need to distill down this rotation to three to four guys that these guys are consistently playing. You don't need to play five guys over 20 snaps. That just can't happen. It's not a, a sustainable method. You can, you can look at the top offenses across the league. Their top three targets are all in that 20 to 20-ish range or 20 to 25-ish range as far as target share for a reason because these quarterbacks trust them and they know what exactly they're going to be and when they're going to be there. And you have to develop that chemistry over the course of the when, season. When does this become a Pat Mahomes issue? Like him, slice him, like him by himself? No, nah, I don't I don't think I don't think it ever gets that bad where it's just him. Because again, it, there's two other pieces. But I'm saying who has the ball the most? It's yeah. his decision. Well, if you ask him, he will absolutely say it's his problem. He he will take it upon himself. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't get why fans are so reluctant to blame him for stuff when he usually takes credit before y'all even get the chance to. But if he takes credit for it and let's say in two, three more weeks we still having the same problem, it's on Veach. Because then you need to get somebody in here that he can trust quickly. Uh, also or you need to just start trusting. What, why he get relieved of that? How does what? How does he get relieved of that situation? How is is uh, when is Beast gonna pull him in and say, "Yo, you gotta trust these guys. It's, you it, you gotta this, throw them the ball." Yeah, but this is a, a, a $500 million quarterback. You, If I don't trust him, you need to give me somebody I can trust. That's your job. How are you going to start to trust him if you've never thrown the ball? Like, what first, What came do, first, the chicken or the egg? Do you think – What's going to come first? Do you think trust if we had a veteran or? receiver right now, like D-Hop, you would no. trust him more? Hell no. Yeah, yeah please. No, no. Please not chase – no, please. No. I'm, I'm saying – yeah, I'm I'm no on Chase too. Why y'all at it? I'm no on that too. Yeah, I mean, we, come we on, just, we they, can just they, keep going for real. They can be bad, but they ain't that goddamn bad. This dude, he don't even no. he don't even want to be out there to play. Come no, on, we, man. We we, we need, need dogs. The XFL or the USFL. That's what yeah. He no, he need to go play the house. We need dogs, man. My battle hawk. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you talk about not trusting Scott. I don't trust a guy that don't show no effort at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool on that. Yeah, I'm right. cool on that. Next question. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I ain't I'm mess with that. I but I'm saying. I, I don't know, Boogie. I couldn't tell you. I'd love to say that he would trust if a veteran receiver would come in here. But, but just because we bring in a veteran guy, huh, who's going to say he trusts them out the gate? That's what I'm saying. I can't. Ass wasn't trusted till the AFC Championship game. But I'm talking about 1,000-yard receivers, acquiring a 1,000-yard type receiver. Not these guys that's never been. The but if I got three 850 Guys, who cares though? You said, you said what? If I got three eight hundred fifty yard guys, who cares about one thousand? You don't have receiver? one eight hundred yard receiver on this roster right now, man. I disagree with that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, me too. I, I okay. think I got at least two. I, I think if you trust Rasheed Rice and given the snaps you should, he would absolutely get it. I got two on a possible. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I, 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 I truly do. Who's your that. two? 
So NBS and Rice, NBS and Rice is y'all too. Yeah, I, I think you yeah. do. If you if you complete because here's the thing, you have to you have to like I said, the same way in which defenses have to earn the right to rush the passer, you have to earn the right to get big plays because of what you've done in the past. So this team has to run the ball consistently. This team has to take down the neat stuff. And you do that enough for two quarters consistently, as you probably would have if you kept your foot on the gas pedal, as you did against the Bears that eventually led to the MBS touchdown that was taken off the board for a legal formation that didn't exist. Then you can have the right to get big plays. If you do I that, to, I, 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 keep your foot I perked up. I thought, you was, I thought you was about to do a PSA. I perked up a little bit. I'm sorry. My bad. I thought I was helping. It's the truth. You have to earn the right because defenses are not going to give it to you. They will play three safeties deep. They will play two safeties deep. They will play quarters coverage, and they will dare you to go 10 plays down. And guess what? After you go 10 plays down three times in a row, they get sick and tired of having 10 plays put on their ass, and eventually they go and move the safeties up, and you can throw it over the top. And that's what that is the TSA, D-Mac. I like that. I like that. I like that. And that's where the game comes into play. Yes. I'm saying I'm saying, bro, you don't get four games in the season and be like, hey, man, I don't trust these guys. And y'all been working out f- for six months. I don't get I don't get that. I don't get that. You That means Pat ain't said nothing this entire summer and this entire preseason, the entire training camp. And now he like, well, I don't trust these guys. Like, that sounds crazy to me. I, I know what the type of person Pat is, though. And I, I think we can – I can safely say – he understands that this, some of this at least, is on him because he's got to throw the ball when guys open. He's watching the tape. We he, we heard the stories from Kelsey where he's watching tape at volleyball games, taking notes. He sees these guys are open. He just has to trust them. He he knows that that part of it is on him. So, so I, do they do they need a movie date? Do they need to go out to the club together? No. Um. Oh, it suddenly started clicking with Juju when they was playing Call of Duty. When did new Call of Duty come out, Boogie? November. In November, Damn, right? man, we gotta wait till November for them to get it together. Ooh. Can they play 2K? <laughs> oh, boy. We, we gotta see Dude Mahomes got 2K or what he playing right now. That's what <laughs> play some video games with these kids, man. Kyler man, Murray Scott would never, you, man. Scott has sent you the rec room request, you ain't even answered them. NBS, like, man, when that new Call of Duty, baby, they got some new maps. Either he got to start playing video games with these kids, or man, what's going on? Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's all Taylor Swift's fault. <laughs> oh lord. Oh, oh man. Okay, okay, okay. Serious <laughs> moment. Serious moment. Subject, man. Um, Sauce Garner just came out with some more tweets. Uh, you know, earlier, good for Sauce, him. Come on, bro. Chill. No, no, Chill. No, Y'all on? No, it's no, over. But no, what do you this say? What do you say? This, this, this is important. This is important. All right. Okay. So. After him talking about if he was a Swifty, they wouldn't have threw the flag on him. After all that stuff, this is what he just tweeted not so long ago. Since we're commenting, let me say it from my perspective. For starters, this was around five or seven yards from the line scrimmage, not 15. Two, I extended my arms, and he made the choice to lay on me with all this weight, which caused my hand to slide to the back of his pad, not his neck. I did not grab him. I actually made a conscious effort to remove my right arm, as you can see in the video, laughing. And he did try to swim with his right hand, and I pushed his arm down with my left hand, left my ass off. There y'all have it. It was not holding or illegal contact. Oh, my fault. It was holding because he threw the flag. 
You lost. Sauce. He lying. He lying. Because last night he said he ran into him. Last night he ran into him. He ran into me. You lost. Shut up, Sauce. Sauce, you sucker for that, bro. You're a great player. You too good to use that as an excuse, bro. Stop it. You are too good for that. You a sucker for that, Sauce. is a hell of a talent, but he is grabbing. He plays, he plays like a long, tall, really physical corner should play. And occasionally that leads to uh, excessive grabbiness. And sometimes he does get called for it. Sometimes he does not. And that's fine. He's a great talent. You got caught on that one, dog. It happens. It happens. Y'all lost. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get to my apology. This is directly uh, to, well, I guess it's to everybody. There was a play last night. Um, Pacheco had just came off a great run, and then they decided to run a screen to Clyde. I'm sorry, Boogie. That man slow as hell. <laughs> it, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was potential there for at least a first down. It was. It was potential there for a big run. It was. It was. And he came chugging around that corner so damn slow. I wanted to call you last night. I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I, I finally, I finally seen it. I'm man enough to admit I was wrong. He was so slow around that corner. Oh God! He got caught from behind. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. I, I apologize. D Mac, I apologize. Boogie, Chuck, Kylie. CJ, DG, the whole team. I apologize to all each and every one of you. I I just it, I finally saw it last night and it was just embarrassing. And D Mac is so shocked that that he's oh, frozen. He I froze him up. But he, I, I, he, I've been having this. I, I told you this morning I was gonna apologize to you, didn't that was like seven. <laughs> so this is how long it's been on my mind. It was just he came around that corner and it was just so molasses glue. It was just, he was just so slow. And I was like, I can't, it, it's over. It really is. So I'm happy they're starting to use McKinnon a little more too, though. And me start, too. Let's me start too. doing it's, that now. It's, it's time because that was just. Oh man. Um yeah. I know, man. I, I know. I'm sorry, man. I apologize, bro. Like it, King, it was so bad. King Paul, it was just in the in the screen, the screen was perfect, bro. Like it was wide open. Yeah, and he could He had so much space in open field, dog, and he got one yard, man. Oh my goodness. Oh, I just was man. like, man, if McKinnon would have had that, that would have been 20, 30 yards, maybe a score. And and Clyde is like really just – he's really just rele- relegated to being a goal line running back at this point. Like it's just really nothing else he could do. He's just – I mean, the, I think them injuries just really caught up him. He's a great guy. He's probably a great locker room guy. He keeps the other guys motivated. The running back room loves him, but it's just, yeah, it's over, bro. I'm sorry, man. I apologize. Look, I'm boogie. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I, I, I just, I'm happy you finally seen it, man. Man, he was so slow coming around there. 
It was slow. It was. Oh gosh, bro! I just Thanks tweeted that, bro. Bro, they zero and three, bro. Yeah, like like th- th- that's clown behavior. That's that. That look like clown yeah, yeah. Who cares? Like zero and three, and you talking like that, bro? Zero and four. No, zero and four. I'm sorry. Zero and four. They did win this week. They beat the Panthers. They beat Carolina. They beat. They, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, they beat. Yeah, so they still zero and three. Um, <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm sorry, D-Mac, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. No, I would apologize as well because I, I was advocating for CEH at times as well. Um, and look, I, I said it in our pros game, look, we just got to wait until the, the running back rotation gets distilled down into Jet and, and, and uh, Pacheco. So is what it is. But yeah, I agree. It, you got to just run the screen with Jet because Jet has the juice to be able to make that happen. And I think as we go throughout the season, Pacheco will get more work in the passing game, which would include screens as well. Um, it just, it's just got to happen down the stretch. It is what it is. Yeah. Shout out Pacheco, man, because he – Shout out Pacheco. A a Pacheco had game. a hell of a game, man. I, I hope it wasn't just because he was at home. Yeah, it was. I just need you to be – Pacheco, bring that – Every week, bro. Please. He he definitely has he some extra juice, and he always got juice. But yeah. he had a little extra juice. The push-ups was a nice touch. I like them push-ups. I, I, I was a very like, nice touch. Run, but he didn't for some reason. So he's like, all right, well, I'll show him with the push-ups. Let's go with that way. Yeah. yeah, he he normally obviously acts like that just because you know that's what he brings to the table. But you could tell he it was special for him being back in Jersey. So shout out to to Pacheco. Had a hell of a game. 150 yards from scrimmage. One last thing on the receivers. Okay, when when Mahomes finally got it together, I, I I believe that he that's when he started involving Rice into this equation. Those yeah. quick those quick throws to Rice. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do that more, bro. Let's let's simplify. It feel like we do this every year. Let's Especially simplify. if you get them eight hundred yards, you're talking about. <laughs> I can't stand you. If, I, mean, I just look, apologize if, to you, and you're still talking. I don't, I don't get it. It's the same thing. They ran it like four. I think they ran it like four times against the Bears, and they ran it last night as well. You get into eleven, yeah. you know, teams are going to play soft coverage because they don't want you running all over all over them. And you just throw a quick pass to Rice, and he runs out of the catch and gets a first down. It happens every time that you do it. Happens because that that's just the way defenses are going to play you. And eventually, you do it enough. You don't do it consecutively, ideally, but, obviously. But yeah. eventually, you're going to get production out of it, and it's what it is. That's also the reason I was mad at. Clyde because I seen Rasheed Rice get shot out of a cannon and get a first down and and Clyde was, was uh, he was I uh, mean it was a perfectly blocked screen it was just beautiful all you had to do was just run I was looking at the play and, the replay and I was like okay wait did somebody miss a block no no it was just blocked and he got caught from behind so. I thought he was jogging but he literally was like walking and and he only got two yards, and it was open for twenty five. And it's just, I, I'm glad Quinn said this also because this goes back to the Puka Nakua Matthew Stafford point. Sean McVay uses these guys the right way. You have big, body guys that can do these types of things. You can run slants with Rasheed Rice. You can run Justin Ross slants if you wanted to. Mahomes has to trust these guys with some of this. You can run some back shoulder plays, but that's not an Andy Reid's playbook necessarily. So those are things that you have to get to if you want to use these guys correctly also. That's another thing that's annoying. That's another Already? thing that's annoying me. All right. Damn. <laughs> First yeah. game back, man. Yeah, I saw him get carried off. But yeah, that's another thing that's annoying me is that, like, 
there's not enough back shoulder throws in the playbook. There's not enough of those those type of routes or those type of situations in the playbook. And, and part of that is also Mahomes trusting these wide receivers. That took time with Juju to kind of develop like, oh, I can really trust Juju to throw these back shoulders. He's going to catch them. Um, so obviously we saw the touchdown this guy against Jacksonville. He has to trust these guys to be able to do this thing. Isn't it his footwork again? Because you know how he just – yeah, not having a good day, his footwork just goes in shambles. Like this is part of the reason that Pat was supposed to be a second-round pick because his footwork is, is not great. You know his what I'm saying? Like his flexibility good. is great. He can throw from every angle. But when when it doesn't go right, he just – he just throws all that. He just goes to the backyard. So, yeah, his, his footwork wasn't right last night. That's for sure. Um, I yeah, think some of that was a little bit of comfortability. Quarter he did like uh, Wilson now, had yeah. a great quarter. You have to admit he did. Uh, he did out. Mahomes, Mahomes was not actually, good at all last night. Mahomes had a bad game. He was not good. Bro. Wilson Wilson out threw Mahomes, but because Mahomes chose to scramble specifically in the times in which he did, he actually outplayed Wilson. But yeah, yeah. Wilson had a better better ball for sure. How do, y'all feel, how do y'all feel about the Rice Debo? I've been hearing that a lot lately. Is Quinn the one that started that the Rice Debo yeah. comp? Yeah, Queen definitely started that. Yeah, I, I I like the comp. I heard uh I heard Seth Kaiser and the boys also over there um talking about it as well. So yeah, I mean I think it's a fair comp. Um, he's got the bigger body, he's stout, and he has the explosion as well. Um, and you know, I I think you can obviously say the hands are maybe where he falls a little short, but generally once he gets the one drop he has to get out of the system, he's fine. So yeah, he got to get off that man. Yeah. Let's get back to the basics, bro. Just throw a screen to him on first and ten, have him drop it in the first quarter, and then you'll be fine the rest of the game. That's what yeah, I, I remember that throw, Kyle. I remember that, and uh, he still completed it. And Pacheco's going yeah. down the sideline. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think he – there was a little bit, and Juice talks about it when he's under constant pressure. I think that there was a little bit of, of uncomfortability there in the pocket after some of those stunts and twists started messing with the offensive line. So, uh, but look, these are these are generally problems in which they happen game to game, and then all of a sudden it's fixed next game. So, uh, I, I think they'll be fine. Uh, we, we, we did take Scott time. Moore got one though, right? Yeah, they, they were on him occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Scott Moore look a little faster too on that that end around because last year I hated him running end arounds because it was like no why are we doing this yeah and then Kadarius Tony stop doing the run around Mahomes to run around because it just reminds me of Tyreek and you ain't Tyreek stop it <laughs> well they they, they like their, their they they like their orbit motion so they're gonna keep doing yeah it. stop I'm just doing that. I'm just happy we got a Canarius Tony target that was further than five yards downfield on that little the wheel route they said. And that was a good catch, man. That was a great yeah, catch. He, he knew that, that hit was coming. Yeah, he went down. Good way to secure yeah. that, man. And, and again, Canarius Tony just needs to be used a little bit more creatively. They're not necessarily doing that. They're doing the short stuff, which is fine. But they need to be using it more for the impact plays down the field because he can do that stuff. I ain't gonna lie. Every time he did it, though, I was looking like, "Damn, is he making sure he getting up every play?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Man. I mean, I, speaking of that, speaking of that, and and then we can move on to sponsors and ended up. But uh, uh Washington, the kid. Yeah, and this is how bad the punt return has been. I think I held my breath every punt. 
punt. It was like, oh, is he going to catch it? Is he going to catch it? Ooh, ooh, thank you. Thank you. Like, I did that far too many times, but I think kid is good. Uh, and, and just like that, he probably going to blow it next week. But I just was just – Oh, God. I was gasping for air every time we punted the ball. Like, that's how bad the punting situation has gotten for us. It, it was less adventurous uh, last night, so I was happy to see that. He looked very – took a helmet to the knee. Mm, I thought you said a concussion. Damn, that was a knee. That's unfortunate. Um, hey, Washington is doing a good job on returns. You know, obviously, Richie James, if he comes back, we haven't heard anything in the MCL, like if he's having surgery or anything. Uh, but, you know, it, as long as Washington is the return man, I feel comfortable. I think I can actually take a deep breath. Because it, it's I'm always tweeting, like, during the game. So, like, if something happens where we get off the field on third down, I'll tweet out whatever it was on third down that I liked about it. And then, you know, you know, last year it was like, oh, shit, somebody just dropped the punt return. Now we got to go back on the field. <laughs> I was looking at my phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So um, before we do uh, go to the sponsor real quick, I want to I want to just ask you about the AFC in general, man. So like, we're three and one with three other teams, right? It's us, the Ravens, Bills, and the Dolphins. Like, do y'all feel like we're the best team in the AFC, or is it somebody else right now? I think we'll be the best team in the AFC in January, but right now I would give the Bills the nod as the the best team in the league, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I say Bills too, because like we the first. Still- our second best pass rusher hasn't played yet. And to be fair, the Bills' best pass rusher hasn't played. We can get to give him credit for that. But our second best pass rusher hasn't played yet. <laughs> yeah. right. We're still chilling. I'm going to go to Bills. Bills. Oh. What about the Ravens? Ravens it, Ravens are a ticking time bomb. Them injuries is just it's just got to catch up with you eventually. <sighs> yeah. And they, every week is three or four more guys. It just, it just never coming back this week, though, right? Who? Who? I think Marlon Humphrey come back this week. He might. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he's he's really Ravens, so somebody else will end up getting hurt. But if they're healthy, I, I had them in the AFC Championship game with us. So I, you know, I think that they're still a, an excellent team. So, and Lamar is is proven that all the dumb narratives about him throwing the ball were stupid. Um, he's oh balling up. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for um a boy Bernard Pollock. But anyway, uh, yeah. Um, it's way I too think- early to start talking like that, man. It's way, yeah, way it's, too it's- early. Hey, and then y'all just what did y'all just say about talking about former players? Y'all hypocrites, man. Nah, but anyway, uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That wasn't for you, D Mac. D Mac, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you. But he knows who I'm talking about. He knows who I'm talking about. But he played on the side of the ball, Okay, I got the bills. I got the bills too, man, because. Um, some reason, ever since Josh Allen decided to stop playing like a crash test dummy in week one, uh, he's, he's actually playing a lot better. And you know what else? The Bills are actually running the football, which is helping Josh Allen to not turn the ball over, to not play as reckless. So shout out to the Bills. And they beat a, they beat a quality opponent in the Miami Dolphins, gave them their first loss of the year. They, they not only won, but they beat them down. So, you know, yeah. got to get the Bills. But, we, but we know the Bills, right? Who they play next? Oh, so who do they play next? Because we know the Bills. The Bills will go out and beat a team and then promptly go out and lay an egg the next week. They've done it before. Uh, They play the the Jaguars in London next week. Oh, that's crazy. The Jaguars manage it there. I have the Jaguars winning that game simply because they're already in London and they've been there for a week. I think they'll they'll win that game. Uh, Quinn, to your point, 
CJ Stroud, look, both him and Anthony Richardson, I think that him, Anthony Richardson, um, and, and Trevor Lawrence in that AFC South, that's going to make that division extremely fun to watch for the you know foreseeable future because I think all three of those guys are going to be very good quarterbacks. Um, shout out to Stroud, man. I, I haven't, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback under such bad circumstances with four offensive linemen out and just playing still completely under poise and, and playing at a high level four games into his career like Stroud has to this point. You got to give him credit for that. Yeah, that they creeping, they creeping, they not ready yet though. No, yeah, a couple more years. That's a future that, thing. That AFC South is is tougher than what we thought originally. I mean, everybody's well, two and two right now. Well, that's Somehow because the Jags ain't as good as we thought so far. Yeah, yeah, that's we true. might jump the gun with it because, like, the thing with them right now is they not getting no pass rush. Not and at that all. Could be a, that could be an issue. That could be an issue down the stretch with Jacksonville. They don't get that straightened out. It's funny though, because nobody can figure out what the hell the Titans are, because they'll, they'll just get blown out one week and come back the next week, blow somebody else out. I mean, they're just completely up and down. They got a good defense. They, you know, Derrick Henry showed signs of life, but it's still Ryan. They shouldn't be putting twenty-seven up on you though. That's yeah, um, that that's for sure. And look, it is what it is. You know, I think that entire division is going to be very fascinating this year because clearly the Texans and Colts are going to give people problems. So why they don't practice inside of the stadium on the field? Get to the sponsor. Get to the sponsor. Get to the sponsor. Get to the sponsor, man, please. <laughs> All right. It's still the same. It's still the same special today. Uh, buy one, get one, 30% off NFL apparel from Homage. Uh, you still got your NFL Team Essential collection. Got your pop, pop culture tea collection going on. Um, see, you got the got some MTV shirts. Uh, got Daria, you got South Park. Uh, got got so, yeah, um, the crew next still going on. Uh, still got your go to collection. And then, uh, I haven't made a banner yet, I still haven't made a banner for these. But, uh, Halloween, um, October just arrived, so they got some Halloween stuff going on. Halloween, Friday the 13th, movie stuff. Uh, got your throwback collection with the helmets. Old school helmets and the MLB retro logos as the MLB postseason begins tomorrow. So yes, it does. I'm going to be locked in because my cardinals are ass, so I can watch some good foot baseball. Uh, <laughs> the first time hey, li- hey, listen, we, we're ass too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. shout out to Bobby Wood Jr. Man on this incredible year. But uh, gone copy Segura pay homage. But anyway, D Mac about the MLB. Who you got win the World Series, man? Um, look, I, I got to say this. I, I I think the Rays are really good. Like, but I I'm concerned about you know their lineup, especially as you get into postseason play. I think the Braves are just the most complete team in in baseball. Uh, and I don't like the Braves, but they just got power all up and down their lineup. They got a whole bunch of of really powerful arms. I got to give them to the. I think Braves are probably going to carry this year. Yeah, I say Braves. I say Braves too, and. Um... I don't know. I think the Baltimore Orioles might sneak out the American League. I don't. There's no team I wanted wanted to want to win more than Baltimore because I know so many like Orioles fans that have been fans for a long time. <laughs> uh, be a cool story to have. Them this this is me and Boogie right now. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah, I will say this though: playoff baseball is the best form of baseball. But okay, I have no idea. Uh, shout out to Zach Grinky, man. That's all I know right now. Shout out to Zach Grinky, tip of the captain, future Hall of Famer. Shout out to Adam Rainwright for my Cardinals, who also had his had his last retirement. 
uh, two two long term pitches. Uh, you know, story Adam career. Bank, right. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I, he's not all favor, but he did throw with the best curveball in MLB history to Carlos Beltran. So you know. Nah, go go for the week, man. I think simplify the offense. Let's let's get Sky. Look, it's the PSA, man. Um, I think you should go sit with Mahomes and ask them what you need to do to to get more targets to get in the game. Don't don't do it after the game and don't say I'm open. I'm always fucking open. Don't yeah, do don't that. Do that. <laughs> don't do that. Your ass will get All right, Tim. You Tim wait for the first one. RIP Tim Wakefield. Yeah, just go to talk to Mahomes, get close, man. You know what I'm saying? And and build that rapport. Some whatever y'all built in Texas this year, we need that to come back. And let's just simplify quick passes, quick outs, just to get comfortable with each other. Let's get comfortable with each other. We got four winnable games that we can win. Let's 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 throw it out. Let's throw the kitchen sink out there. Cause I can't take another day like today. Today the timeline was unbearable. It was just it was just wrong. You would have swore that we lost the game. It's just uh, we got to get consistency and we got to get boogie feeling better. So <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. get me feeling better. But before we get up out of here, man, overreactions to week four. Just anything. Overreactions. Four. Overreactions. You said yeah, overreactions as far as like the league, as far as the entire league. Mm. One thing that stood out. I mean, I, I just keep coming back to CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson because I'm impressed. I didn't like those are my top two quarterbacks in the in the NFL draft. I didn't expect them to look that good this fast. Um, and the second thing is, you can spend a whole bunch of money um, in free agency, but it's it's not always going to translate because uh, it takes a little bit more than that. So, those are my two takeaways. I'll let you know, or I'll let you guys figure out who the second one's about. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I'll go. All right, man. Uh, that Chargers Raiders game—that's some of the worst coaching I've seen in quite some time. It was a battle of the two dumbasses in the fourth quarter. Like, literally, <laughs> like who can f it up the most at the end? That's literally what it was in that fourth quarter. Like, Brandon Stanley once again—he can't help himself going for it on fourth and one down, down their own territory, man. They didn't get it. And then all of a sudden, Josh McDaniels, you get the ball near the goal line. You got three downs to get Josh Jacobs to rock. What do you do? You got Aiden O'Connell <clears throat> throw to the sideline, gets picked off. And on top of that, Asante Sano really could have took that to the crib because Aiden O'Connell was the only dude in front of him. But instead, he just ran the ball out of bounds. Like, there was so much stupidity in that game. Like, the AFC West is bad. That's yeah. Bad. It's extremely bad. We're going to be on that division for a minute, dog, because we seem to be the only smart organization in that division. Yeah, I mean, it things change very quickly in, in the NFL. I mean, obviously, this you know, this time maybe two months ago last year, I mean, it, it, the AFC looked like it was going to be the best uh, best division in the AFC, and and now you would say it's probably easily the fourth best division in the AFC, just because we dominated pretty thoroughly at this current moment in time, and and everybody else looks incredibly competitive, at least multiple teams within the North, East, and, and South. So. Boogie, anything you got to take away from week four? Uh, let me see. We said that about the Chargers. Uh, I'm happy Khalil Mack didn't break Derrick Thomas' record. It, the Raiders almost tricked us out of that. Thank God. Uh, I, I was hard about man. that. 
The Raiders oh. tried so bad. It was just a terrible offensive line and a rookie quarterback holding the ball. I was so scared he was going to get that record, but thank God he didn't. Yeah, I, I think I think we one more week away from that conversation with Sport Voice. We, we're about one more week away. They lose they to got? the Cardinals. Yeah, if they lose to the Cardinals, I agree with that. I'm I'm still I'm still not pressing the panic button because I think that there is a, a, an opportunity to turn around. But you lose to Arizona. Yeah. yeah, and the Cardinals been competitive every game this year. They have, they sure have. This is not going to be an easy game for them. Mm-hmm. They are not getting out of there easily. Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown, yeah. <laughs> BJ Ozilari yeah. coming to hunt, man. BJ is yeah. coming to hunt. You better. And, 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 Joe, and Joe Burrow, you should have listened to your wide receiver. You should have sat your ass down the first couple of weeks. Facts. We tried to tell you, you are hurting the team, dog. You were being selfish. You was being selfish when you decided to go out there and play, bro. Knowing, knowing your calf wasn't right, dude. Now look. And like Bobby Strew said, it's harder to do it with without three number one wide receivers. Mm. Now you got one. See what you can do. Mm. God bless you. And he's open. He's open right now. He's open. <laughs> always open. He's always open. We like seven eleven. No. Hey, hey, what Coach Thirty be saying? He's just like your mama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. Until the next episode, we out of here. Just like your mama. Just like your mama. Just like your daddy. Stop.